Hello, welcome to another Scientology Fair Game podcast. Hi, Mikey. Hi, Lily. How are you today? I'm. I'm. Uh, thank you for asking, Mike. I was ready to just plow forward like I usually do. How am I? Do you want a real answer? Yes, I do. Not, not great. Okay. I know how that goes. Some days are not great. Not great, but particularly uh, particularly because in, in keeping with fair game, there are more things happening to not only me, but to my daughter. And when that happens, you are going to get a different fucking response from me and my husband. Um, and so it puts me in a particularly bad mood. We won't go into it. We will not go into it because uh, I have some things <laughs> that I got to do. Okay. And we should talk about it another time. But just know when I'm in a heightened space, it's usually because <laughs> things are going on that we're not talking about. Right. I, I do know that. I do <laughs> okay. know that. Uh, we, will, we will talk about them in our own time. We yes. don't need to have this be a, a publicly broadcast. Well, no, no. The only reason for that, Mike, is because I know why. Yeah, you. But but for our listeners, I want you to know why. The reason is, I don't want to tell Scientology and their What's operatives. Coming? Right. I know. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So, Mikey. Today we're talking about, uh, well, we're supposed to be talking to one of our guests who it will be joining us shortly. Oh, but, I uh, see him just appearing. Oh, good. All right, Julian. <laughs> Is, uh, Julian, you there? I am here. Welcome. Oh, hi, buddy. Well, certainly hi. you weren't late because you were shaving. <laughs> I was actually dropping off a COVID test at the mail because I have school-aged children and apparently it's just the thing you have to do every now and then. Good excuse, Julian. Good excuse. <laughs> Pull the parenting card. Pull the parenting card works every time. Always use the parenting card if you can. Great. So today we have joining us um, Julian Wayne, who, uh, for those who don't know, we are family, right? Family-ish? We are definitely related through many strange ways, but I would say family, yeah. Yes, family. Okay, good. I didn't. I didn't want to be so brazen, so I added the ish just in case you were uncomfortable with it. You're some strange lady, I know. Yes, we are. We are. We are. Well, that's because all the Scientology <laughs> family is no longer talking to you guys. So, yeah. But here's the thing, um, Julian. Uh, if if um, what was I going to say? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. You were probably going to say that we did an episode with Julian and his Thank wife you. Catherine about disconnection. And the whole family, ta-da. And that we are reunited. Right. Which is a success story. And when people ask us, uh, you know, what have you guys done? You know, because taking Scientology down seems to be the thing. But there's many successes, many a day. Um, This is just one of, and thousands that we don't talk about. But the good news is we continue to make change. We continue to be part of the movement that is making change, rather, I should say. Julian, welcome. Thank you. Yes. I will say it is super easy to do nothing once you leave Scientology because of the, the way that you're raised in, the way, what it does to your brain, the fear it bakes into you. Like It's so easy just to be like, well, I'm out, thank goodness, and say nothing and right. just ride, do status quo or bare minimum or nothing at all because it's just scary. 
I, I understand a person has a right to decide to speak out, but when if you're a public person who's promoting uh, Scientology as I was, as Mike Rinder was, as we felt a responsibility to speak out against Scientology, uh, knowing what we, we know now. So other people don't feel a sense of responsibility when they promoted it, made money off of it, uh, possibly destroyed other people's lives? Okay. I agree. I think if you're an ex-public figure, I think you, whatever soul-searching has to happen, but like taking the steps to undo the, whatever you've contributed to. And if I can have the balls to stand up to it and say something, I think that somebody <laughs> who's got lawyers might also have the, you know, well, be willing to. Julian and Catherine, you have a lot more to lose than a person who's in the public eye who was somewhat protected. Like you're saying, they have resources, they have money. Uh, not saying you don't have money, not saying that people who are speaking out don't have money, who are not celebrities, but they have access to, to things that maybe the average person doesn't have access to. So I respect people like you who continue to speak out. Well, thank you. With no vested interest other than to do so. Just for the sake of helping, at least if anyone else can just have a little bit of understanding and get out or whatever that is, if they hear it, or at least understanding of what it is, so they know not to go ever near it ever again. Right. Okay. But now, Julian, you wrote me several times. You asked me, uh, you said, you know, I would really like to talk about um, Scientology's um, Delphian schools because, and other people have asked us too to do this topic. So I'm glad that you were persistent in doing so. Thank you. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the Delphian schools, what they are what they fall under. Mike, do you want to talk about the structure of Delphian schools and where they fall under? Absolutely. Let, let me just give a bit of background, Leah. Sure. Um, L. Ron Hubbard decided at some point that there were certain parts of his quote-unquote technology that could be used to infiltrate society with. And he called this the, quote, secular technology. And that means the study technology, the drug rehabilitation technology, the criminal reform technology. Uh, and I use technology in quotation marks because sure. it's just literally his word for whatever rambling writings he had on whatever subject that suddenly became technology because now this was the only way of addressing a certain problem. And one of those areas, and in fact, perhaps the first area, was the use of what he called study technology. And back in the late 60s and early 70s, he formalized the process of reaching out into non-Scientology areas of the world with this study technology and created a bureau in what was then called the Guardian's office called Social Coordination. Mm. And Social Coordination was the part uh, or the arm of the Guardian's office, which was an arm of the Church of Scientology, devoted to bringing Hubbard's, quote, secular tech into the world. Secular meaning non-religious. Meaning non-religious. I mean, and that's a joke because... 
on one hand, the exact same thing that is used in the Church of Scientology and is sacred religious scripture is when applied in the, quote, wog, unquote, world, the world outside of Scientology, suddenly becomes secular. So his, quote, technology for study you know, finding your misunderstood words and these these three elements that he came up with, that, which is the reason why people can't study, in the world outside the world of Scientology became an important method of reaching into society with the tech of L. Ron Hubbard. Well, I think what the word you actually used, Mike, which is more accurate, which was infiltrate. Correct. Yes, and... If you go to the Scientology website uh, that looks like now the 2020 website, you know, the primetime show 2020 on ABC, <laughs> it actually says 2021, and they use the same kind of coloring right. that uh, 2020 uses. But anyway, um, if you go on their uh, Scientology website, it says their their uh, front groups, which, which is more aptly named, I think, Mike, infiltration yes. groups. They have... Um, Many, but uh, just to name a few, the way to happiness, criminon reform, narcanon drug rehab, drug-free world, human rights, mental health reform, volunteer ministers, and Freedom Magazine. <laughs> Can I just say, Leah, that the Delphian School harnesses all of those front groups into its own self, like uses the anti-drug technology, the... Sure education technology, the way to happiness, all of those things are inside the Delphian School, guised as tools for life, but very much are the same front group parading as an educational institution. Agreed. And I didn't mention of which the, the Delphian School is under, which is the, the infiltration group called Applied Scholastics. Yes. Which is uh, owned by the Church of Scientology. Isn't it uh, CST, Mike, that owns... Well, it's very complicated, Leah, but ultimately what happens is they license the rights to the use of, quote unquote, this technology through another corporation called ABLE, the Association for Better Living and Education, which in turn licenses its materials from Religious Technology Center and Church of Spiritual Technology, sure. or CST. and. That, that is the control mechanism that is used to make sure that these organizations are doing what uh, Scientology wants them to do. And of course, when you get to the level, the boss of the Delphian School, which is just a name for one of these applied scholastic schools, mm-hmm. is Association for Better Living and Education, ABLE International, which are all Sea Org members. That is, that is entirely a sea organization operation. Mm-hmm. And they are answerable to the watchdog committee, which is the, the top authority in Scientology. And they are legally answerable to religious technology and church of spiritual technology. And not only that, they flow funds to ABLE International and then on up into the spider web of organizations and bank accounts that is the Scientology Central Reserves. So, Julian, here's my question to you. So what? Great, great question. 
Well, I just point <laughs> I just point out that in Mike's um, summary there, you can see there is vested interest in the Church Scientology's, you know, many tentacle arms. If the Delphian School is cranking out, you know, future Scientologists for it, its long game is to make money for itself. It's a long con fundraising campaign that starts with kids in very early education, little guys, all the way up to high schoolers who are being groomed to understand that Ron's technology is ideal. It's the Superior. only technology. Yeah, it's the best. It's the only way you can get an education. It's the only tool that will allow you to be the best student you can be. And that anyone else who's getting any other education is basically inferior and maybe even they've got all kinds of crimes and sins and misunderstood words that make them unable to function in life. So only Scientology kids or only kids have gone Delphi and come out the other end competent heroes and leaders of the free world. Okay. Well, is that true? <laughs> uh, I have not once myself taken over any free worlds or no, I would say, I would say no. I would say that that is a hard negative. Okay. So what is the problem? I mean, when people are going to the Delphian school, they're going to a Scientology school taught by, you know, L. Ron Hubbard's teaching. So what? Well, what's the problem with it? I'll tell you my why. So what? So okay. I had gone to public school. I've been to both public and Delphian. So I have a I went so I went to Delphian school here in Oregon, uh, the, the parent chapter, which, Mike, I, I don't know if you know, but I think it was founded by a bunch of like hippie Scientologists who like left the, you know, it was during the eight, 70s and 80s. And they bought a monastery with 800 acres of land and basically just, I think they were living off the land and like kind of doing like the, you know, the weird religious cult commune. thing in the woods. <laughs> yeah, commune, exactly. And then happenstance happened to make it into an educational thing because one of the people that was there, Alan Larson, I believe, has a background in education. So he started creating Scientology-esque materials for educational purposes, creating his own curriculum and school around it, and therefore created Delphi. And so there's this thing here in Oregon that I've gone to. I've also gone to a subsidiary chapter in Los Angeles. So I've seen both versions of living at school, whereas in the private school in LA near Scientology. And the entire time it is a grooming, brainwashing, and allocating you into the future system of the cult, 100%. Which would be okay if Scientology parents, you know, are, are uh, putting their children in, in this kind of abusive environment, um, which... But Scientology is selling and the Delphian School is selling that they are not affiliated with the religion of Scientology, which is totally. what really what I want to start with, because this is uh, Mike, where did you get this? Uh, well, the first one that that the one that says applied scholastics, achieving literacy and uh -huh. education. Yes. That's when you click on the little button on the Scientology website that says applied scholastics. So this is from the Scientology websites. Um, and this will be up on, on Mike's blog as well as uh, the Fair Game podcast website. Um, but, but here's what it says. Applied Scholastics is a fully independent, non-denominational organization supported by the Church of Scientology and by Scientologists dedicated to raising educational standards throughout the world. Right. So they're proposing reporting that they are somewhat independent, but saying that they're supported by the Church of Scientology, like they're supported by other religious organizations. Is that is that what they're right. trying to... Okay. Yes. And they say that the applied scholastics is fully independent. Uh, no, no it not even not even nearly close to fully independent. It is as controlled 
as a church of Scientology is controlled by Correct. the Scientology hierarchy and the organizational structure of Scientology. But the real lies come when you then go to the Applied Scholastics or Delphian website. Okay. Because here they have a frequent, frequently asked questions. I'm catching your disease, Lee. Well, maybe we should have gone to the Delphi. Hey, maybe Mike, we should find our gone, misunderstood. We words. should have gone to the Delphian school. <laughs> we wouldn't be so stupid. Yeah, so the only way the only you can't read, Lee, is because you didn't obviously graduate from the Delphian school. Duh. This is true. <laughs> this has clearly uh, been proven. So, Mike, here's the question: How is Delphian school associated with L. Ron Hubbard? Here's the answer, Mike. Go ahead. It says it right here. It says right in line one, L. Ron Hubbard was a writer, an engineer, a philosopher, an educator, and a researcher whose discoveries and writings cover a wide range of secular, non-religious activity. Now, if one was being, you know, just sort of slightly critical of this, the first thing that this should say is... L. Ron Hubbard was the founder of the Scientology religion. And a science fiction writer. Yes, those things are true. <laughs> it doesn't mention it at all. It's just like the big hole, the the thing that we don't want to talk about right there. Well, Mike, but in paragraph three, they start to talk about that he has breakthrough methods are part of the study tools learned by Delphian students and are a cornerstone of Delphian's successful approach to education. Now, these breakthrough methods, uh, Julian, I think you'll agree, is Scientology study technology, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Isn't that Scientology? It is Scientology. In fact, even my yearbook, the first page of my yearbook has Ron Hubbard's picture. And it's no. dedi- this yearbook is dedicated to L. Ron Hubbard. This non-secular school is dedicating its entire yearbook for this graduating class every year to this guy. Well, baby. Oh, Julian, you got to send me a picture of that. I will gladly. In fact, every classroom, I'm pretty sure, growing up, had a picture of Ron Hubbard on the wall. And we didn't necessarily clap three times and hip hip hooray him, but I can tell you the sentiment was there. This guy Julian, was. The... Yes, ma'am. Maybe you don't know this. That he was an engineer, a <laughs> philosopher, and an educator, and a researcher whose discoveries and writings cover a wide range of secular, non religious activities. He also pioneered that you can take large quantities of niacin and get, apparently free yourself of all of your worldly problems with the Well, cura. that's, yeah, well, that's Narconon. That's their yeah. amazing work. It, yes. He's saving lives all over the place, especially with young children. Now, hang on, everybody. For this reason, this is Scientology writing, many people associate the school with Mr. Hubbard, and since Mr. Hubbard is the founder of the religious philosophy, it's a religious <laughs> philosophy now, which, by the way, shouldn't the IRS be interested in that wording? Yep. Okay. Known as Scientology, Delphian has become incorrectly termed as a, quote, Scientology, end quote, by some online news sites. This is what they fucking wrote. Yeah. Like, I need to go to school? <laughs> Mike! <laughs> Is that insane? Yeah, of course. Wait, it, is. it goes on. We welcome and encourage diversity of of all kinds in our school community. We embrace free and open inquiry and the diverse perspectives of people of different backgrounds, religions, and cultures. As a result, there are staff and children in attendance at Delphian 
who are members of many faiths, including Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, Judaism, and Scientology, and representative of different denominations and sects. Julian, <laughs> had you ever met a Christian in your Delphian school? Well, I will say this. So it is an international boarding school, the one here in Oregon, and there definitely are children of parents who probably have other faiths. Mm -hmm. But Delphian School in Oregon is an offloading program to get rid of your troublesome children, whether they be Christian or Buddhist or well, Scientology. Well, uh, no, 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 wait, hang on. That's very different, Julian. Fair. That's very So to answer my question correctly and accurately. No. Are children of the Christian faith allowed to be practicing Christians, Buddhists, are they allowed to be Jewish and be a Scientologist? It's definitely not not encouraged. I wouldn't say it's a normal thing to be both. I would say that there are Jewish kids out there at the Delphian School, whether or not they're practicing Judaism over the Scientology. Here's the thing. They try their very hardest to be as secular as they can, but is very flavored with Ron wait, Hubbard wait, and Scientology. What the fuck are you saying? Scientology tries to be as secular as it can? In your Scientology education, whether it be in a Scientology course room or in a Scientology classroom, which is Delphian schools or any school that is owned by Scientologists, operated by Scientologists, licensing Scientology technology to teach to children, are you ever taught to be respectful of other people's religious beliefs, really? Only once. At the very end of Delphian program, there's a one course at the very last year of senior studies that you study religion. Beyond that, no. And that is only a token gesture yep. to pretend that they respect diversity because it's a requirement. Like a lot of educational boards and state licensing authorities, et cetera, et cetera, require proof that you are not uh, discriminating. And so they, they toss those things out. But the truth of the matter, Leah, as everybody who listens to this podcast knows, when you're a Scientologist, you're expected to be 100% in or would rather have you dead than incompetent Scientologist. And these children are being raised. And, and let me also make a distinction here. The Delphian School in Oregon is slightly unique among Scientology-based school systems and programs. It's even different than the one in Los Angeles, the okay, Delphian why? School in Los because it is a boarding school. And they have done a lot of work to try and persuade particularly Asians to send their kids to Delphian because they pay a lot of money to have their children fly to the United States, and live at Delphian. This is their main source of revenue, is that. And they, they tapped into a pretty good market of the majority of non-Scientological uh, parent children at Delphian, Oregon, are from Asia. They are parents that do not know right. that they are sending their kid to a Scientology school, they just know they are sending their kid to an accredited boarding school in the United States. Where they'll learn English. Where they will learn because English. That, that is the main focus, and that's pretty much yeah. it. 
ESL, uh, English as a Second Language, is a huge element of Delphian Oregon. Not the other Delphian schools, not the other Scientology schools, not the the ones here in Clearwater, not even the one in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked Christy when I knew that we were going to be doing this, who went to the Delphian school in Los Angeles. Okay, how many like kids that didn't have Scientology parents were at that school? And she was like, mm, I don't think I knew any. Right. Right. Like it, it just. That's a school for Scientology kids. And as Julian said earlier, it is a grooming program mm-hmm. for parents to get their children indoctrinated into Scientology and then ultimately to be recruited into the Sea Org. Oh, I was gonna That's, ask, you know, absolutely. how many how many how many Scientology children go from Adelphian school to college? What do you think the success rate of that is? if they're lucky. So on the website, on the non-Scientology, non-religious Delphian school, it says they've asked themselves this question. Does the Delphian school have any religious affiliation? And they answered, no, Delphian school is a fully independent, non-religious, K-12 through and boarding school, welcoming students of all faiths. Delphian does not teach the doctrines of any one faith. That's the biggest <laughs> bullshit lie of all time. <laughs> Although students will study a course entitled Understanding the Classical Religions in their senior year. The one, the one time they're going to get a chance to be exposed to other religions other than Scientology in their senior year, when they're all done and baked with all the grooming <laughs> they've gotten for Scientology. Yep. Get one last chance to be like, oh, yeah, of course I accept other religions. Ron Hubbard said you need to, but actually, I'm really a Scientologist. Right. Because if you're a Christian kid, if you're a Christian kid and you go to Delphian, and let's say you're used to going on Sundays and getting absolving yourself of your sins through confessional in like a normal Christian or Catholic faith way, mm-hmm. if you're a kid at a Scientology school and you slip up and you do something that's maybe against the moral code of the group, you're not applying Christian faith values to your sins. You're getting L. Ron Hubbard's ethics technology applied to you. You're getting Scientology tools applied to you to make you conform to their rules and their regulations. Well, yeah. I mean, one of the uh, answers, probably one of the most important uh, questions that the IRS asked Scientology to grant them tax exemption was, do you, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not giving the exact you know, wording here. It was, do you believe in any other faith? Do you practice any other faith? And Are you answer, allowed to? Uh, allowed to. And the answer is no. And that is the answer. That's the right answer. You're supposed to give the IRS to receive tax exemption. You are Catholic. You believe in this. If you're Christian, you believe in this. If you're Buddhist, you believe in this. If you're Jewish, you believe in that. And Scientology is saying we're the same way. We only believe in our religion. We only practice our religion. We don't practice. And yet here they are on their own website saying that they do. Yeah. Again, the IRS should be going, well, that's not fucking right. Uh, when were you lying to us? Because this is probably the only time Scientology has told the truth, which is they <laughs> don't believe. Not only do they not practice other religions, but you get in trouble if you practice other faiths in Scientology. 
as you get up there in Scientology. Am I wrong? Other fish fry, yeah. If you're doing stuff that's not Scientology, well, called, you're a Scientology. It's called mixing practices, Julian. Well, when we were kids, we called it there are other fish to fry. Your ten- intentions weren't pure and only into Scientology. We were accused of being not devout enough. The proper policy, Julian, is mixing practices. Okay, sweetie. sorry. It's been a while since I boned up on my my Scientology. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Now here is here. This this actually made me smile. I don't know if it's just me, but in coordination with each child's parents, Delphian School helps arrange transportation to local churches, synagogues, or temples on days of worship as required by a student's individual religious practice. This is why this makes me laugh. If you knew the way Scientology and L. Ron Hubbard talks about other religious beliefs, other faiths, you would be floored by sentences like that. Yeah. Floored. If you knew how we ridiculed, how we were forced to ridicule people who wore crosses, who claimed to be faithful I mean, it was a vile, vile behavior. And as a, as a kid, you learned, that, you learned that you're tolerant of, but you know for a fact that you're better than them. No, that, no, no. The- Julian, Julian, you are not. To- I don't know what the fuck you've been drinking. I don't know if it's because you're living in the mountains. I don't know if it's because you've been disconnected for a while. I don't know if it's that beard. I don't know what's happening with you. <laughs> but if you were taught, to respect other people's oh, not religious beliefs. Tolerate, okay. tolerate, not respect. Just to be tolerant of because it was, you know, you had no, to. Publicly, no, no, no. Publicly, you were, right. But you, you knew taught, deep down that it was, you were better than them. You were, that their Not deep down. You, you were taught that on the surface <laughs> and you knew it's that true. on the, but what you were taught was to pretend. Hide it. It's true. Yes. Hide the real truth about what you really were being taught in Scientology. Right, Mike. Am I am I off base in any? No, of what no, I'm no, saying? no, 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 no. Uh, the way that I would put it, and this is how I viewed this when I was growing up: those other poor, uninformed, ignorant people don't overtly attack them, because ultimately you've got to convert them. So, kind of be nice to them and. Right. smile and say, oh, yes, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? And then realize you're waiting for your opening to be able to persuade them that they truly need Scientology. To find their ruin and then give them Scientology. Every Scientologist has the duty, in fact, to disseminate and proselytize to everybody they possibly can. Yeah. And many are too afraid to do it because they, nowadays the stigma of being a Scientologist is pretty stinky. But nevertheless, it is their view that they have the ability to save every single person on earth and every person they ever come in contact with. They just have to get the opening. And the way to get the opening is to like keep the peace or keep things status quo until you have a chance. Right. Like you don't want to go ruffling the 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 feathers and and rocking the boat until you have had a chance because that may destroy your chance to actually convert them. And this is the truth of what goes on in the mind of a Scientologist. It is uh, you look at people in other religions and you you look at them as if they are poor, lost souls who 
don't know the real way. But don't most religious people feel that way? Yes. Okay. So, no, no, let's make a distinction between what Scientology is and what a religion is. Scientology is a cult. I'm not going to take the time to explain it again. You need to know the difference. You just need to know the difference. Okay. Yeah. And I'll say that the cult, that cult grip through mm-hmm. Delphian is very present from the very early ages of young kids showing up, being indoctrinated into that cult mindset for all the components. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you, Jill, I'm going to give you the floor because you're very passionate. You wanted to come on the show and talk about Delphian specifically. So I want to know why are you so passionate about speaking out against Delphi? I think there is a misconception that it is a safe school, a boarding school for kids that is harmless and has no ill effects upon the kids. And that's not something that's to be, you know, it's not anything dangerous or scary because of its innocent nature. But I will tell you firsthand that it is not the case, that it is a, a weapon and a tool of Scientology and that it is, it generates future income, future CR members. The graduates who finish the school end up working at Scientology companies who then pay more money into Scientology. It's all the same cesspool, inbred cesspool cult thinking. And right. my own experience with it, just outstandingly, you know, like I didn't know any better. You can't know anything until you're, you see it from the outside. But I mean, I can walk you through my story of what happened to me going there, my own experience with it. Of course. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, so I went to public school as a kid up through fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom at the time had, uh, come into contact with the local Scientology, uh, mission of Chico, which is in Northern California mm-hmm. and the mission holders, the two Scientologists who were in charge of the Scientology chapter had sent their daughter to Delphi in school and she had graduated and she'd come home this ethical upstanding citizen. Now Scientology, obviously ethics is a big component, right? That control factor, putting in rules and regulations. Delphi in school has a logo that has four points in it. One of them is ethics. It's not ethics like being a good person. It's Scientology ethics, very much so, 100%. So, you know, their daughter had come home and she was obedient and a Scientologist and wanted to do more Scientology. So they figured they'd done the right thing by her. And, you know, here's this kid. She never had done drugs because, she, you know, public schools are promoted as being these horrible places filled with psychiatric drugs for your students, poor education. You know, all these nasty things will happen to you if you go to public school. You never, you'll grow up working at McDonald's, like the CR lie or whatever. There's all these things about how horrible a regular education can be. So if you come to Delphi and it's the only place you're going to come out the other end better. So my mom had heard this. She was convinced that that was the only way she was going to be able to help my brother and I. And she literally packed up all of our stuff. We moved from California to Oregon and she joined staff. She might, I mentioned before, she was already a cult person. She was already been in a cult prior. This was no communes to her were already kind of the regular so this was no no big jump for her and all of a sudden we went from being like in a public school where like you know regular education to i was handed a copy of scientology's uh study tool the basic study tools and said this is what you're going to be learning now and i flat out refused i said mom this is a cult this is the same shit we've gotten out of before this is just more of that same thing and she said basically when she came back with her answers was that i had misunderstood words i didn't understand the study technology and therefore my reasons for not wanting to do it was because what Ron said. Right. So I fought and fought and fought and didn't really quite help so much. You know, as an 11 year old kid, don't get much choices in terms of where your parents are taking you. But you were aware at 11 years old that it was a cult. We had come from another cult and I had seen this sketchy shit. And so, right. and that, looking back now, like this, this natural instinct of being wary was beaten the fuck out of me. It's like of removed entirely at Delphi. 
Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. That's yeah, the Scientology right. way. Yep. Right. So I showed up and I'm like, I'm like this punk kid who's like, I'm a regular ass kid, 11 year old boy, like, you know, yeah. full of energy and wanted to living, living life and enjoying it. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it's Delphine is a, a long day of, it's like 830 in the morning till like four in the afternoon of like academics. And it's based entirely around these three study technology points. And the number one is looking up every single fucking word you come across, every single word in the dictionary, using every single definition, whether they're archaic or used anymore in sentences, and then expecting someone, a kid, to memorize all of the definitions and then be able to recount the definitions if someone ever quizzed you on them. If they, you don't, you get in trouble and you get sent to ethics. Well, yes, you get to sent to a department of, again, this is a Scientology structure school yep. where you get sent to a department that is uh, responsible for handing out punishments. And that is what ethics represents in Scientology as a child and as an adult. You're sent to ethics as an adult as well. I mean, I sent right. my husband to ethics all the time. I spent, I spent more time in ethics probably than anywhere in Scientology just due to my nature. Same. Yeah. Now, oh, now, we're rolling that, ba now, we're listen, that back. I don't, no, I just want to say something, Mike, and, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but, but Scientology study technology is designed around duress. It is designed around people walking around you, supervisors, if you yawn, if you flinch, if you sneeze, you are pulled into another room with your textbook and then tested. What does the word the mean? What does the word through mean? What does the word for mean uh, in this context? And you are, this is children being tested this, Little this way. This is children being uh, literally like uh, police officers walking around the room. So you learn to sit with your hands in your lap. Uh, you try not to sneeze. You try not to yawn. You try, you're going to be forced to look up every word that is. And, and this kind of study, learning under duress, has. Um, lifelong, lifelong consequences. Yes. Yes. Sorry. In learning, in future learning, in your memory, it could lead to stress. It, 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 it's related to mental disorders, depressive disorders, PTSD. I, I mean, anybody who knows anything about the brain will, I mean, really, we should do a deeper dive into this one day. But the the effects of learning this way is so damaging to a child's mind. And on top of this, on top of the brain waves that it messes with, the actual actual function of a children's brain, growing brain, what it does to people, what it does to this child as they grow up, it, it, it has so many negative effects, I can't even list them during this podcast. But we should I, dive into I, it, Mike, one day. Go ahead, yep. Julian. I, I have all, I have all yeah. of those negative effects from growing up. <laughs> we all do. School. Yeah. We all have memory problems. We all have yeah. uh, personality disorders. We all have PTSD. But it literally messes with the development of your child's mind. Yeah. If, I, if, if nothing gets across today, I hope that everybody knows or at least sends the message that Delphian schools, Scientology schools like it, are so damaging on so many levels. Do your research. Talk to a psychologist. Yep. Talk to people in the who are in the field Real of educators. the mind. Yeah, who are in the field of the mind, who who do studies of the work of the growth of the of the of the, 
Anyway, sorry, Julian. So, Go ahead. No, that's this a is great point. Story, so baby. If nothing, if nothing else, that that one point alone of, of learning under duress. Now, granted, none of the educators, quote unquote, educators at Delphian are actually board certified college graduates with a degree in education. How are they accredited then? Oh, magic, because they've done a six hour course that they're, they're trained in Ron because they're not teaching you anything and you're really just learning your own. Uh, they don't have to be an educator. So they don't understand how children, how ADD works or how the brain of a child developing works. They know nothing yes. of this. All they know is what Ron says and that, right. that you look up your words, you demonstrate things you don't understand. And there's a, a list of like 75 things that every fucking kid in the world does always while in class. Fidget. Fidget. Twitch, Not interested. Hit your yes. nose. Sneeze. Look around. All of these things. Imagine being a prepubescent teen with a boner in fucking middle school and be like, oh, Emmy yeah, phenomena. Yeah, you, yeah, you've misunderstood words. You've gone past something you don't understand. Now, here's the thing. I, I should also point out that you are not actually learning from a teacher, like Julian just smartly said. You're sitting in a room reading your own book by yourself. And what is to do is listed out. Read page one through five. Then the, And you have to put a signature there, just like you do in a Scientology course. It's laid out exactly the way Scientology is taught. And it's, okay, uh, read the Way to Happiness booklet, another secular uh, writing from the non-religious uh, L. Ron Hubbard. And uh, uh, the Purple Heart uh Recipient, by the way, I should say. Why didn't they list that, Mike, in, in uh, L. Ron Hubbard's achievements? Uh, I don't know. Someone got a little because it's not fucking true. Excited. Oh, but they yeah. let. But he was an engineer, which is also not true. But anyway, th so you're not actually learning, which is also the people will tell you that this is the worst kind of brainwashing because you're self inflicted. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. Julian. Go ahead. No, no, totally. I'm glad you're here to help me along with this because it's it's weird to even recount it. But those, so the first two years I spent at Delphian School in Oregon was basically breaking me of my freedom and my free will and my spirit to be able to conform to the Delphian way because I did not look up words in public school. I asked the teacher when I didn't understand something, and I'd come from a regular-ass background of education. And here I am, this kid, basically forced to be terrified that at any moment, an adult is going to come over and quiz me on whether or not I know every single definition of every single word on every page I've ever read ever. At 11, right. terrifying, just right. Im imbuing me with like this constant anxiety of like, at any minute I could be told to go to ethics, I could be sent home, I could be kicked out of school for failure to apply this insane technology. And if you get kicked out of school, uh, you will most likely get kicked out of your Scientology home. Totally. Once they've offloaded you onto the Delphian program, you're now, that's what you got to do. And if you come back as a failure, you're going to either the ranch, like do physical labor, or you're getting booted out of your family. Right, right. For, for thinking freely. So after the two years, they finally uh, beat you down, Julian, to, to get with the program? I learned pretty quick that if I didn't just do exactly what was supposed to be done and just follow along and play the game, that there was no, I was never going to get out of there, ever. Right, right. So it was one of those things. You know, I have an older brother who is he's four years older than me. He was doing the same thing, uh, you know, pushing his way, slogging through it. I, I don't know if I, he had a rougher time or I had a rougher time, but it was, you know, intense. And I, I will say another analogy, the Delphian School... They have eight forms, eight levels of education, just like there are eight OT levels that are mapped out in the same, very same fashion, this strange tiered system. Uh, there's a lot of similarities to the cult in that when you finish uh, a step of your education, you know, if graduation would be normal, like a commencement kind of thing, uh, because it is self-paced education and you finish at your own discretion, 
when you finish, there's a group love bombing. They clap, they ring the bells. There's all kinds of similarities to like the, you know, this is the only way, the Delphian way, the Delphian school. And it's, you know, you live, eat and breathe this system of education. And I fell in line and I just played along. And by my third or fourth year there, I was getting pretty good at just making it work. Like, you know, doing the steps that need to be done. But those two first years, I spent probably 80% of them in front of a Scientology ethics officer or an adult whose job was to basically break me and get me to admit to things that I had done wrong and had done incorrectly so that I would be free of my sins so I could be educated. And were you educated, Julian? I mean, what did you learn <laughs> at the Delphian School? You sound pretty well read. and Well, so there are two. I could take two points in that. One, I read oh. a lot of books, for sure, okay. mm-hmm. under duress. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know a lot of things. But also, anytime I was at school and I had to look up a word and my brain was able to break free of studying and I could read an encyclopedia about what I was interested in or daydream or fantasize and be thinking about anything other than the horribleness of school, that's where I learned. Not from being punished and duress. You're a father now, a non-Scientology father. What is the difference between what you're seeing now in, in being a dad to your boys than would be what you were raised in? Night and day. I mean, the little kids at Delphian School are probably getting the least offensive version of the Scientology pumped into them because they're well, small. But 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 they have still there. They, they still have there. it coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming. Oh yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, they're they're being they're being taught that they're old souls and little bodies and that they shouldn't uh, talk back. I mean, this is what they're teaching children in Scientology in in the one of their basic books, the Dianetics. Um, it is not misunderstood by the press who tried to tell this story and then were shot down by Scientology jargon. They didn't have the balls to go, I understand what the fucking word, words mean, what they mean. The word computing means not understanding something or getting something incorrect, putting something into uh, the system and it's not coming out with the right answer. That is what computing means in Scientology and they say that. Sure, and I'll tell you this, Leah. When I was molested at that school and yes. and had had to go f- fix it, it was because it was it wasn't it was not my it was my fault that I was molested and I had to do Scientology tools to fix the situation to, that I had caused for myself. You had caused it because you either did it in another life, right? You had molested another, right? Or you had done something this life, like to stolen a candy bar, right? That you deserve to be molested. Right. In Scientology. Not the adults who run the school who know that there's somebody, a liability, who should not be put into dorms with with other students. Not an adult who they know who's a risk because of their own experience with them. Not the adults responsible. The children are responsible for protecting themselves. Sure. All victims of Scientology are responsible for what has happened to them. Um, And I'm pretty sure. And also Scientology does not teach uh, reporting these things to the authorities. Children are taught the authorities are bad. Um, that reporting their crime, uh, they will be kicked out of Scientology as well their parents. And so they are uh, breeding children to accept abuse and to be abusers because they don't get any help. As a matter of fact, they get punished for being victims of crimes. Right. Yeah. And the, the application of the, the Scientology ethics technology, so I, I got molested, and instead of being taken and comforted, I was assigned Scientology lower conditions. Meaning you were considered bad to the group. 
and you had to make up the damage to the group. I had to figure out that I wasn't gay because I was molested. I had to do conditions and show the group that I wasn't homosexual when, in fact, I had been molested by somebody else. And they never reported your abuse oh, to not. the authorities. Why would they? Why would they do that? And the person stayed on. Oh, sure, of course, because I the, all the Scientology was applied to them, so of course it worked out totally fine, and everyone's safe, right? You're right, Julian. I don't even have the words. I mean, I hear the story every day, and I don't want to ever become it's insane. It's insane. It's so insane. I don't want to be callous or immune to it. So I want to say this to you: I am very sorry that that happened to you. Thank you. I still get I still get emotional when I hear. Oh fuck. Go ahead, Mike, take over. Yeah, well, I'm not doing much better over here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I mean, Julian, I, I know that that you uh speak about this now uh, sort of matter of factly, as do Leah and I, but this is this is not a a, a joke. It's not a laughing matter. It's not a a thing to be brushed off lightly. Yeah, it, it, this is like really serious, and this is this is endemic in the world of Scientology. Yep. yep. This this protecting the image, the public relations, the status of the organization over protecting the children. And those who are abused is like the hallmark of Scientology. It is absolutely. And and to hear the stories from people like you or Nathan and Tara on the aftermath or Miriam and, you know, like these stories are so tragic and so fucking heartbreaking every time you hear them and the the real pain of this from my perspective is that this is still going on right it we all know that in scientology today or in the delphian school today if exactly the same thing was happening today it would be handled exactly the same, same way, way. Right. Yep. There would be no, it's not different today than it was when you were there or anybody of the other people that we have spoken to who have had these similar sort of experiences. It is always the good of Scientology trumps the good of any victim or anybody who has been abused or anyone who has gotten the short end of the Scientology stick. It is always the organization that prevails and is always the organization that is seen as this is the most vital thing to protect on the entirety of planet earth not our children not our victims right i can just say this that uh, my own experience uh, you know flash forward when i'm on staff 15 20 years later as a scientology staff member and i'm seeing in you know as a supervisor and auditor i'm seeing in ethics folders the same experience i had as a child being covered up the same exact way. And that indoctrination of like, oh, this is how we do it. So you're not, it's not unusual to see somebody else being like, oh, I just went and did my Scientology ethics and my, what I should go to court, jail, and and or worse for is now being covered up later on in the same fashion. Yep, exactly. So sets the bar real low for what your tolerance of, of nasty stuff can be. And then you just kind of, it's just par for the course as you go through Scientology. Anytime 
you know, if you're if you're a kid at, at 10 or 11 experiencing this, you're not going to grow up to think that it's weird to not go to the police when you've been accosted by somebody. You know, you just just keep on going. Yeah. Oh, he did. He did the d- danger condition on it. He's not going to rape anybody else. We're totally OK. Like, what the fuck? That's not, right. that's not a solution. Oh, he told us that he raped this girl. Oh, he told us that he raped this child, molested this child. Oh, Good to go. well, he confessed. It's OK. More Scientology. We'll fix him. Because God knows we don't want him in the hands of the psychiatrist. Right, right. And that's the that's the mentality. And Julian, um, I've told this to Catherine, your wife, many times because uh, the abuse, the neglect, uh, all of it, physical, sexual, spiritual, uh, these were our primary caretakers in our lives. And uh, it'll continue to happen. If we don't continue to speak out and do something about it, um, and others have done before us and will hopefully after us. I don't know if you've ever read the book Man's Search for Meaning um, by Viktor Frankl. I think I'm saying the right, the right. Yes. Uh, but he talks about finding purpose in your pain, finding your why to go on despite having been through horrific, uh, in his case, he was in a Nazi concentration camp. He survived, obviously. It uh, lost family members. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, really the purpose of the book, because as he says in the book, many people have told the story. Many movies have been made of the atrocities. But he went on to be uh, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a certain kind. But he talks about helping people through very, very horrific times of their lives, of what they've experienced, the pain that they can't seem to get over. And in in your way and in my way and in Mike's way and people out there who are mothers and fathers and caretakers uh, who were victims themselves, try to find their way in this new life, having been out of something very toxic and abusive, whether it's a relationship or a horrible job or a cult, you find your meaning by doing things like this, you find your purpose by being able to help another, Julian, through this. Uh, God forbid your sons who are ever in a situation, you are no longer a Scientologist. You know that your job, your primary job is to protect your children, to protect the people that you love. Be a fucking parent. I'll give Amen. a shit what you fucking believe in. If it harms you, Harms your children, harms others, get fucking right. You don't need somebody to tell you what is the right thing to do. Get fucking right and protect those that need protecting, whether they're children or people that you don't even know. Absolutely. And you're doing that, Julian. You're doing that. Catherine is doing that. We all have our circle of influence. We all have people that just could use your voice to be a good friend to be a good everything that you can be to everybody out there so thank you for continuing to tell your story julian and to Catherine, because i know it's hard you leaving scientology contacting me doing this you know it's not easy it's not easy but you will find your why and you'll find your purpose i think you already have and for that you're so lucky and so blessed that you have another chance. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I'm hoping that if, if, if nothing else, like if I can, you know, like you said, just any resource to anyone, if any, if anyone hears this and goes, Oh shit, I had no idea the Delphian school was a cesspool of religious or cult behavior yes. and, and all kinds of horrible stuff. Not to mention all the wild things that probably go on there that, you know, don't ever get the light of day because it's all bubbled. Yes. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Julian. Thank you so much, Julian. I, Thank I, you for doing this. Yes. Go ahead, Mike. Your, your, your bravery and your being so articulate and, and just forthcoming and vulnerable is, is really, really admirable. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to. I mean, I'm taking a, my, my cues from your guys' leading the charge. So I'm seeing what you guys do on a weekly basis. And it's just, I, mean, I'm, I get therapy from listening to your guys' podcasts. I get to chuckle and you know feel right. the catharsis of like, oh my God, I'm, thanks, thank God someone talked about that thing. Right. Every time you guys talk about like not being able to read a book as an adult now, after you know years of that, I go, holy shit, it's not just me. Okay, God. Yeah. You know. Well, you see, you see, I love reading now because I don't have to look up every word I don't understand. And I get to read things that I'm interested in without, you know, with no duress, with nobody. Those spot circ- checks. Yeah. And, and by the way, but the most, I think the most meaningful thing is that I get to read what I want to read. Right. I get to learn what I want to learn. I'm not learning Scientology. I'm learning real things in the world. I'm learning things that no Scientologist is ever going to learn while being in Scientology. And I think it's so important that people know, do not put your children through this type of hell. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for the love, as always. Sending it right back to you. Glad to help. Glad to be here. Thank you, guys. Of course. All right. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye, Mikey. Bye, Libby. Bye.